Welcome to The Change Lead, the podcast providing leaders with the insight needed to get things done in a rapidly changing and complex world. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Connect with our community of like-minded leaders on our website, thechangelead.com. Welcome to The Change Lead with your host, Babatope Ipiyami. Hello and welcome. This is Babatope Ipiyami from The Change Lead. And welcome to episode 18 of The Change Lead podcast. Trust within a team is like air. When there's trust in a team, no one thinks about building a trusting team. When a team lacks trust, it becomes critical to the effective functioning of the team. Just as anyone without air will start gasping for breath, any team without trust will start gasping for effectiveness. A trusting team ensures colleagues can bring their best self to work. Building trusting teams enables people focus energy on what needs to get done. Building trusting teams fosters the collaboration needed to deal with complex challenges. In this episode, we go through four steps I have found to build trusting teams. So let's get started. As the way we work evolves to include a broad base of remote working along with a broad base of hybrid working, building trust in teams has become more important and potentially more challenging. The evolving way in which work gets done will also present new opportunities for teams to build trust. Now, a couple of years ago, I worked with two teams who had a low level of trust when engaging with each other. Now, these teams needed to collaborate to achieve an objective. As, as in the case of many of our organizations, a detailed written document was created to describe what needed to get done by both of these teams. However, due to the lack of trust, the contents of this written document were challenged and disputed for several weeks. Now, when I first approached this challenge, I assumed incorrectly that it was a technical challenge. Perhaps, I told myself, the document was not well written. Perhaps, the inclusion of examples will help. Perhaps, a proof of concept was needed. So, as I interviewed members from each team separately, the root cause of the issue became clear. The words I kept hearing from members of these teams were, they don't trust us. Now, these words, they don't trust us, surprised me. There was no quick fix for this. There were no hacks, no tricks, no quick tips to sort this out. The only way forward was to dig in and build trust over time. Now, here are the four steps I've found to work when building trust in teams. So, step one, seek first to understand. As individuals, there's actually very little value we can create without the input and collaboration of others. The same is very true for teams. Teams need to collaborate with other teams to actually create value. A product team, without collaborating with the sales team, is not really able to take their products to market. Similarly, the sales team, without collaborating with the product team, will have no products to actually sell. 
teams need to collaborate internally and externally to create value. Now, effective collaboration comes from an understanding of the interdependent nature of individuals, teams, and even organizations. In our interdependent reality, where value is created from lateral coordination, collaboration is actually not a luxury. Collaboration is essential for teams and organizations to be effective. When it comes to collaboration, I think the articulation from Dr. Stephen R. Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, says it best. I'm going to quote him here. If I were to summarize in one sentence the single most important principle I have learned in the field of interpersonal relations, it would be this. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. So seeking first to understand is simple to understand, but not easy to do. In my experience, it requires the discipline to actively listen to what others are saying, while at the same time, we resist the urge to immediately push our own agenda. So the first step there is seek first to understand. Now, if we move to the next step, we need to be patient. So step two, be patient. Getting things done through patience is a bit of a paradox. The typical get results now approach does not work when building trust. Building trust takes time. So now having completed step one, which is seeking first to understand, we will understand some of what motivates our counterparts. We can now take intelligent steps to collaborate with our counterpart. Now, trust does not spontaneously emerge when we start acting collaboratively. Trust still requires time to develop. Even when individuals and teams act, develop, act collaboratively, we still need the time for trust to develop. The most important lesson I've learned in this space is that the context of every team is different. This means that some teams will build trust quicker than others. For most teams I've worked with, six months is sufficient time for a cross-functional team to build sufficient trust to become effective. However, I have seen outliers where it takes more than a year for a cross-functional team to build the needed trust to become effective. Um, in this space, I, I like the humorous way Simon Sinek describes building trust within organizations. And I'll, I'll quote him here as well. I know it takes more than a week, and I know it doesn't take seven years. So building trust takes time, but it doesn't take forever. Building trust requires patience. The patience to continue acting collab collaboratively until trust is developed to reinforce collaboration. So that's step two. We do need to be patient to build trust. Now, if we move on to step three, is create value. Now, building trust in teams requires us to create value even when mistrust makes it difficult to do so. So I'll say that again. Building trust in teams requires us to create value even when mistrust makes it difficult to do so. When trust is low, the typical behavior I've seen is that teams will focus on their silo. Teams will work very hard to make their team look good, even at the expense of other teams within the organization. So building trust requires we step out of these silos. 
Building trust requires that we step out of our comfort zones to create value. The interdependent nature of teams and organizations means that the creation of value requires collaboration. Creating value through collaboration in a low-trust environment requires discipline and leadership. So I recall a situation in which trust was low on a cross-functional project team. Creating value in this context was painfully difficult, not impossible, but very difficult. However, by persisting long enough, trust was built within the team. And once the team became a trusting team, the team became more effective at creating value. Before we get to the final step, just to remind you that it would be great to hear from you as well. So what do you think is the most important thing to build trust in teams? We could leave your comments, suggestions, reviews uh, on the posts or on the, 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 the podcast itself. So if we move on to the final step of four we have here, is step four is celebrate your counterparts. Okay, I'll say that again. Step four, celebrate your counterparts. Now, step four is all about protecting the trust we've built within our teams. Research shows that as individuals, we tend to have a negativity bias. So negativity has a longer shelf life than positivity. So if we take a typical day, if during the day we have four positive experiences and four negative experiences, that day will typically be perceived as a negative day overall. So we really need a lot of positive experiences to balance out the negative, to make us feel positive. Some researchers state that we have a three to one negativity ratio. Some other researchers state that negative ratio could be as high as five to one. So to protect the feeling of trust, we need to intentionally celebrate our counterparts. When things go well, it can be very tempting to actually do nothing. You could easily say to yourself, my counterparts have just done what they're supposed to do. They've just done their job. What's so special about that? Trusting teams don't do that. Trusting teams celebrate each other. Trusting teams give credit to others. With most people having a very strong negativity bias, to build trust, we actually need to be intentional in seeking reasons to celebrate our counterparts. So there you have it. The four steps I've learned over time to build trust in teams. The first one is seek first to understand. Before we push our agenda, understand what's really going on. Understand your counterpart. Step two, be patient. Trust takes time. It is valuable, but it takes time. Step three, create value. Even when mistrust makes it hard to do, we do need to be able to create value. And step four, celebrate your counterparts. When things go well, we do need to celebrate our counterparts. So what would you do to build a trusting team? Would you like to join the conversation on building trusting teams? Connect with a community of like-minded leaders on our website, thechangelead.com. When you visit our site, click join to join the community. Finally, please don't forget to like, comment, review, and subscribe. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Have a great week and see you next time.